sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i am your host of the show kenneth cotterell and thank you all for joining me here today but this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers in this case weekends games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and then we cap it off with our daily betting card seven plays coming to you later on in the show now before we get into today's show we got to talk about our sponsor over at bet 99 bet 99 is a canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting player props and many more great products there are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on including nhl nba nfl and now the world cup as well bet 99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile and their mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of their website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website is in both English and French and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account to get started. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up. SHOOTERS ON, sorry. And please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. And most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now, given we're based out of Saskatchewan as well, we have that number down below as well for Saskatchewan. So please always gamble responsibly. It's fun, but do not let it take over your life. Now, Let's talk about the weekend that was of bets. Let's be honest, it was a super average weekend for us. Friday, we were 3-3. Three and three. Saturday, we were 3-3. Three and three. Yesterday, for non-NFL plays, we were 4-3. And, and then NFL-wise, we were 5-5. Five and five. Now, as far as how games went overall for the weekend, we'll start over in college football. Not the most impressive week for uh, teams competing for playoff spots. Alabama was probably the only team that actually blew out a team, and they're even eighth in the standings. But TCU, the four seed, they came back to beat Baylor on the road. Michigan gutted out a win at home over Illinois. Ohio State had a bit of a scare early on, but they went on to beat Maryland by 13 on the road. Clemson won 40 to 10. Georgia took care of business against Kentucky. The big surprise of the weekend had to be Tennessee. They lost 63 to 38. And not only that, they lost Tendon Hooker for the year. Unfortunate to see that. One of the Heisman candidates for this year. Hope he's okay, given the fact that he is going to be... uh, He was supposed to be a first-round pick by the sounds of it in the NFL. Now that could be seriously in doubt with the injury. Now, as far as NFL went yesterday, uh, okay NFL day. Uh, The Eagles came back to beat the Colts by one. Saints beat the Rams. We were on the Saints' money line yesterday. At Fa- the Falcons, sorry, 27 to 24, they beat the, the Chicago Bears. The Commanders took care of business against the Texans. Patriots 10 to 3 over the Jets. 
Zach Wilson apparently thinks that nothing on offense is his fault, despite the fact they put up just three points. The Lions, with one of the upsets of the day, they knock off the Giants 31-18. to The Ravens, it wasn't pretty, but they took care of business against the Panthers 13-3. to Buffalo wins, Raiders win, Bengals win, Cowboys blow out the Vikings 40-3. to And then to cap it off, the Sunday nighter was Chiefs Chargers 30-27, to Travis Kelsey finishing with three touchdowns in that game. Now, when it comes to other headlines from the weekend, the most important one is that the World Cup kicked off yesterday. Ecuador won 2-0 in the opener. We're on both teams to score here. Assume that the hosts would get a bit of a boost and they would go out and score a goal. Unfortunately, they were unable to do so. And so Valencia, he scored twice. In fact, had a third called back as well due to what some would deem a questionable VAR call, but did not affect the outcome of the game. All this proved to me is that Ecuador, they are a real threat to finish second in this group, and Qatar are just really bad. They aren't going to get better, and they have to take on Senegal and Netherlands, and this was supposed to be their game. If they were going to pick up points, they were going to do so. So with that loaded weekend, but an even better Monday of plays, as we said, the World Cup is here, loaded NBA day, college basketball, and NHL as well and then uh, Monday Night Football as well taking place in Mexico. So let's not stall any longer. We are heading over to our daily slate of games. And before we dive in, let's play the video. All right, so let's talk about World Cup Day 2. England kicks off here in just under an hour's time, so we want to get to that game right away. They are minus 313 today, taking on Iran at plus 1,000. Now, Iran, they dominated their qualification, not that it is the most difficult qualification process. England did as well, but their recent form has been quite bad. As far as their manager goes, Southgate did announce they're starting 11 earlier this morning. Bit of a confusing starting 11, given that they have Maguire in there. They've got Raheem Sterling. When you've got guys like Foden, like Dyer, that you could have played instead. But that's what England's rolling with. I do believe that they're going to get three points today. It's just a matter of how many goals that they're going to do. Um, their spread for the minus one and a half is plus 100. So Vegas is expecting a low scoring game. They're also not expecting... Uh, Iran to score because both teams to score is plus 183. So we do have a play for this one later on in the show. Senegal, they're plus 500, taking on Netherlands in the second game of the day. No Mane, as we said last week, is massive here. They are still pretty solid at the back. Now, once again, and you're going to see this as a trend, I think, in the World Cup, they are anticipating a low-scoring game because over two and a half goals is just plus 120. Both teams to score at plus 122. So again, Vegas anticipating that this is going to be a 1-0, 2-0 type game. But I do like Netherlands as a whole. I think Depay up front is pretty solid. They do have uh, Van Dijk at the back as well. So this is a very good Netherlands side that is favored to win the group and favored to win today fairly heavily. Now the game of the day is likely going to be this USA versus Wales game. US are plus 140, taking on plus 23. 33 in Wales. Now, this is the one that if there is going to be both teams to score, Vegas thinks it's going to be this one because it's plus 105 on that play. Now, USA, they were okay in qualifying. They did not win CONCACAF, 
but they did still play fairly well. And Wales, they just barely qualified at the last moment, but Wales should have the best player in this game in Gareth Bale. He should cause some issues on the back end, but top to bottom, I do think that USA are the more talented side. Again, expecting low scoring. Over two and a half is sitting at plus 145. So really looking forward to these games today. Now, NBA-wise, we've got eight games on the slate for you here today. And here's some numbers to throw at you if you want to bet these games. Now, Cleveland, they're minus two and a half taking on the Hawks. Over under was at 225 last night, and it's held pretty strong today. Now, they've split the head-to-head over the last 10 games. They've gone over in three of the last four as well. As far as how they're playing recently, Atlanta's 6-4 and four overall, but only 5-5 five and five against the spread. Cleveland, they're 5-5 five and five and 4-5-1 five and one against the spread as well. Now, the keys here for me, Cleveland, they're 4-1-1 and one against the spread at home, and Atlanta are just 3-4 and four on the road. This is a stay-away game for me, but I think if you're leaning anything, you should be looking at Cleveland to cover that line. Orlando versus Indiana. Indiana is minus six and a half. The over/under at two twenty-six and a half. Now Orlando, they're four and six in their last ten, but they covered in six of those ten games. So they've also were two and one over that stretch on the road. So they do a good job of covering. That being said, they're going up against an against the spread juggernaut. As Indiana are eight and two in their last ten, and they're nine and one against the spread, four and one at home over that stretch. They've also won eight of the last 10 head-to-head matchups, and it went over in four of the last five. The Knicks are taking on OKC, who are minus two and a half. Key stat here for me, OKC have won eight of their last 10 head-to-head games, and it went over in three of the last four games. Golden State taking on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are minus five at home. Golden State looked a lot better last night as Klay Thompson got going. They are also five and five in their last 10 head-to-head games. But over those 10 games, eight of them went under. So if you're leaning anywhere tonight, probably the under in this game. That line is sitting at 229. Portland taking on Milwaukee. They are minus eight and a half. Milwaukee, they have struggled recently by their standards. They're only six and four over the last 10. And Portland have won eight of the last 10 head-to-head matchups. And a lot of those games went over. So if you're leaning anything tonight, probably Portland on the points. We won't be playing it, but it's one to keep in mind. Boston, they're minus six, taking on the Bulls. Boston are nine and one in their last 10, but they're only six and four against the spread over that stretch. They've also won six of the last 10 head-to-head matchups, but in those matchups, six of the last nine went under. So again, if you're looking for a nice value, it's 228 right now. It was 226 last night. If you can even get that up to 229 or 230, then go ahead on jump on the under. Miami taking on Minnesota tonight. Minnesota are minus eight. Now, neither of these teams are great against the spread recently. They're just three and seven. But Minnesota have won eight of the last 10 head-to-head matchups, and they went over in eight of those games as well. One of the options you got over at Bet99 is the same game parlay. You could be looking at a Minnesota spread and potentially the over as well. Or even if you want to play it a little less risky, Go Minnesota Moneyline and the over tonight. Miami are also really hobbled by injuries. Now, Utah are taking on the Clippers tonight. Clippers are minus four. They've split their last 10 head-to-head matchups, but they did go over in six of those games. So if you're leaning anywhere, Clippers are seven and three against the spread, and they've been playing better basketball recently. So I would lean the Clippers. It looks like they should have Kawhi tonight. 
NHL wise, we got 10 games happening tonight. So we're going to rip through these pretty quickly. Tampa, they're minus 130 taking on Boston. Looks like we got Allmark versus Vasilevsky. Allmark is 12 and 1 on the year, but Tampa has won six of the last 10 head to head, and they went over in three of those games. Uh, so definitely keep an eye out for this game. Calgary are minus 170 versus Philly. Looks like we're going to get Markstrom taking on Hart. Calgary won seven of the last 10, and six of those games went under. So if you're leaning anywhere, go under or the Flames. As a nice parlay piece, I wouldn't recommend a minus 170, but still good value. Edmonton taking on New Jersey. New Jersey are minus 130, and how can they not be? They got Vanessa, who's 8-1, and one, and they've won their last 10 games. Campbell going for Edmonton. That being said, Edmonton has won six of the last 10 head-to-head and six of the last eight went over, so expect a bit of a higher-scoring game. Vegas does as well. That's why you see that seven line in the NHL. Then you got Carolina. They were minus 135 last night. Now they're minus 140, taking on Winnipeg. Ranta versus Hellebuck. I do actually like the Winnipeg upset here today. Spoiler of where we're going with one of our plays today. But 5-5 and over the last 10 head-to-head, and six of those games went under. I think if we get a low-scoring game here, Hellebuck definitely has the edge over Ranta. Toronto taking on the Islanders today, minus 180 is the value there. Sorokin taking on Matt Murray, who's coming back from an injury. He did get one start in prior to that, but Toronto, they've won seven of the last 10. Six of them went under, so expect a bit of a lower-scoring game. Vegas does as well. That's why you see the six line here, and Toronto could be a nice money line parlay piece. Then you got Nashville. They were minus 260. Now they're minus 240. Vegmelka going up against Soros. Soros is 6-1-1 one, one on the year. This is a fade game for me. They've split the last 10 head-to-head, despite the fact that Arizona are clearly the worst team. It could be one that you potentially look at for an upset, but we definitely won't be giving out a Coyotes money line on this show. Anaheim taking on St. Louis. The Blues are minus 220. Gibson versus Bennington. Bennington, he's won his last five starts, so can he make it six tonight? In their last 10 head-to-head games, seven of those games went under. So if we get a lower-scoring game, I definitely lean St. Louis here, as Gibson is only 3-9-1 on the year. Then you got Colorado and Dallas. Dallas are slight favorites at minus 115. Gregorev versus Ottinger. Dallas has won six of the last 10 head-to-head. And they've won three of the last four. So they come in with momentum going up against the defending cup champs. And they also went under in three of the last head-to-head matchups. So that six line, I would lean under if you're going anywhere with this game. Ottawa and San Jose. San Jose has dropped a lot. They were minus 145 last night. Now they are just minus 115. Talbot versus Reimer, it looks like, on the goaltending side of things. Definitely fade this game. They split the last 10. Uh, San Jose has won the last two and they've gone under in a lot of their uh, recent matchups, but not a game that I want to bet on today, especially with that line movement moving more towards Ottawa. And then to cap it off, Vegas also big line movers overnight. They were minus 170. Now they're minus 140 versus Vancouver. You got Thompson, who is nine and three on the year and Vegas is seven, two and one in their last 10. So I would like to believe that Vegas can go on the road and win but I'm not going to bet against the Canucks at home, so this is a stay-away game for me. College basketball-wise, we got six ranked teams playing tonight as well. Not a lot that we love on the slate, but nonetheless, number 23, Texas Tech, taking on number 10, Creighton. 
and Creighton are four-point favorites. At least that's where they were last night. We'll do a quick double-check here of where they are at. And it looks like they are still minus four. So the over-under here is 133. Both teams are undefeated, but they're only three and four against the spread. They're also two and five on the over. So this is a game that you could anticipate being lower scoring. Also don't know who's going to cover. Stay away, but definitely tune in. It is at 1.30 p.m. My time, 2.30 Eastern time. Louisville and Arkansas. Arkansas is number nine seed, and they are minus 14 and a half. Louisville are 0-3 and 0-3 against the spread. Arkansas are 3-0, but they're only 1-1-1 against the spread so far. They've also combined gone under in five of their first six games. So I would lean the under in this game. You've got it at 138.5, but it's a stay-away game for me. Don't really love Arkansas with that kind of juice early in the year. Northern Arizona taking on number 11, Texas. Texas are minus 25. Now, the thing about Northern Arizona is they are 4-0 against the spread despite being 2-3 overall, but Texas are also 3-0 on the year and 2-1 against the spread. They're split down the middle on over-unders as well. So because both of these teams love to cover spreads and they love to (laughs) go both ways on the over and the under, got to stay away but would lean Texas by a ton tonight. Bellarmine taking on number 7, Duke, who are minus 22. Now, Duke are 3-1 on the year and three and one against the spread. Their only spread and loss was against Kansas. Whereas Bellarmine, they are two and one against the spread and two and two overall. These teams have gone under in five of their first seven games. So expect it to be lower scoring than the 140 line that we see. But I would lean Duke tonight for sure. Don't see them getting upset by Bellarmine. And then Ohio State taking on number 17, San Diego State. San Diego State was minus three and a half. That is bumped to minus four. OSU are three and zero, oh, but one and two against the spread. And San Diego State are three and zero, oh, but one one and one against the spread. Neither of these teams want to cover. Neither of these teams can decide whether they want to want to go over or under. So this is a stay away game for me. And then to cap it off, Cincinnati taking on Arizona. Arizona was minus nine and a half. It has moved to eight and a half. Since you are three and one on the year, one and two against the spread. And Arizona, they're three and oh, but just one and two against the spread. Arizona loves to go over in their games, but it's 158 tonight. So, really steep number. And since you're just one and two on the over, it's one that if I'm up late, I may tune into, but for now, would stay away. And then to cap it off, NFL, we got San Fran and Arizona. The 49ers are minus eight tonight. Being played in Mexico, as we said at the top of the show, so no true home team here. San Fran, they're four and five against the spread. Arizona are five and five against the spread. One thing to note is that Arizona has won seven of the last ten head-to-head matchups, and over those ten games, six of them went under. So if you are going to bet this game, I would not be looking at the over. I believe the line is forty-three and a half. Doesn't seem that steep, but it is tough to predict, especially when you go international in the NFL. So with that, we got seven plays that we want to give you for today in our last call pick segment. This is sponsored by Blast Mountain Distillery. And before we dive in, let's play the video. All right. So with that, 
Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now. Their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka as well this year. Really appreciate them over at Last Mountain Distillery. So, as we said, seven plays for you here today. And we're going to start with our favorite play of the day, which is England minus one and a half versus Iran. Debated dropping this one down to a unit or a unit and a half once we saw that Maguire was in the back four. But I still think that this is a top four side in the tournament top to bottom. Plenty of goaltending, solid midfield. While I don't love the back end right now, I'm not too concerned about it in this Iran game today. I'm anticipating that England are going to roll comfortably 2-0, 3-0 type victory today. So I'm going to play the minus one and a half at even money for two units. I'm also going to play Netherlands first half money line versus Senegal at plus 120 for a unit. Now, I think that without their leader Mane up front, Senegal could get off to a bit of a slow start today and in the tournament. That's not to say that they're going to lose the game outright, but I do think that it means that Holland will take advantage with an early goal, likely through Memphis to pie up front. And so give me the first half money line. Couldn't do the full one at minus 160. USA money line today as well versus Wales at plus 140 for one and a half units. Now this game will likely determine who's second in the group B because I'm not anticipating Iran being there. Wales do have the best players we mentioned earlier, but he's barely the best player and USA are the deeper side. The qualification campaign and recent form are a bit concerning, but I think USA put that behind them today. They hold majority possession and they come away with three points. NBA-wise, I'm going to play Indiana minus five and a half versus Orlando at minus 130 for one and a half units. As I said, the Pacers are the kings of against the spread right now. They are nine and one in their last 10 I'm even buying a point here just to be a little bit safe. Orlando have been hot and cold. I'm expecting them to be cold as a bottom five team tonight, especially since six guys could be out up to six. They have three for sure out, and only Tice is missing for Indiana. Love this spot at home for them to win and cover. Now, college basketball-wise, homer play of the day, going to play the Duke minus 22 but the trends are there. They've covered in all three of their games against what you would deem as lesser opponents. Uh, Orlando, or sorry, <laughs> the Kansas game was a blip on the radar. I do not believe that this is a sign that Duke are a weak team. They do have Whitehead back. He was missing from that Kansas game. He played in their previous matchup. He had 16 minutes there off the bench. I think we see him play a bit more tonight, and that is a good thing for Duke. Then you have Tampa Bay money line minus 130 versus Boston. You may think that I'm crazy because I am going against a goalie that is 12 and 1 on the year, but I still believe that Tampa are the most complete team in the East. Recent form is in Boston's favor, but Allmark hasn't faced a team like this over that stretch. And I think that the Lightning prevail as they have in recent games versus Boston. And to cap things off, as we said earlier, Winnipeg Jets money line, an upset in the NHL tonight. This bet will hinge on whether it is actually Ranta that goes for Carolina. If this gets switched to Anderson, we void that bet. But I do love Hellebuck at home. I think that he's been phenomenal. Won his last five starts. He's coming and rolling, and so are the Jets. So give me the money line tonight at plus 116. 
But thank you, everyone, who tuned into our show today. We had a lot to get through <laughs> as we have World Cup on as well, and then full slates in the NHL and NBA. Plenty to bet on. We gave you some great numbers. Go out, bet responsibly, have some fun. Head over to Bet99, use code SHOOTERSON, and follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. If we decide to add a play or void a bet, you definitely want to follow us there, and it'll be posted. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.